0: Savor the duet magnifique. Visit LaMadeleine.com today. Bon appétit. At Medtronic, we believe health tech can help you play harder, live smarter, and love longer. From artificial intelligence to robotics and beyond, health tech is transforming what's possible. What's next? You'll be amazed. Medtronic. <laughs>
4: Fair warning, this is going to be a jam-packed podcast. We've got a lot of information, not one, not two, but three interviews on this podcast, so just hang tough. Let me start with the current state of affairs with the dominant political ideology that is ruling over us right now, and that would be the Democrats, that would be the left-wing extremists, socialists, communists, Marxists, whatever you want to call them. Uh, That's what we are burdened with in this country. Let me go to NBC polling, revealing that President Trump is now leading over the over the leader of the Democrat socialists who are imposing this cancerous agenda on America. Listen.
5: Tonight, a new
1: gauge of the fight ahead for President Biden's re-election. Republican frontrunner and former President Donald Trump increasing his lead in a new national NBC News poll. Now up five points in a hypothetical general election matchup. Biden also trailing by double digits on the top issues for voters. Despite a growing economy, Trump is ahead by more than 20 points
4: on that issue. Uh-huh. 53 or 55 to 33. Yeah, despite a growing economy. Yeah, really, is it growing? And isn't the job creation courtesy of all of those folks who were thrown out of work during the China virus pandemic, the, praise God, once in a hundred years pandemic? Yes. But they don't they don't give you that context here at NBC. They just say, oh, it's growing economy, but you people are just stupid to know it's growing. No, the reason why you, you don't realize it is because you're not a beneficiary of this growing economy, because your wages are stagnant and they're not keeping up with inflation government-caused inflation. The same goes for
1: crime and violence. The president on the campaign trail celebrating a win in South Carolina's
4: Democratic primary. Yeah, so what? In a, in a primary where they're not letting Democrats choose. It's easy to win when you're not going to even do a primary, when you're not going to debate your opponents, when you don't even concede you're being challenged, when, when whole Democrat parties are saying, yep, no primary here, we're just going to deem it all Biden's. That's great. So there's one aspect of what Beijing Biden is facing. Here's another one. Charlemagne the God, sitting down with ABC here last week. Listen. I mean, Biden does make that an issue over and over again. I mean, he constantly
5: talks about that. Why is it not resonating? Well, he's he's just an uninspiring candidate. Like, you know, there's nothing about, you know, Joe Biden that makes you want to listen to him. That's why he should be leaning on you know, his vice president Kamala Harris who's way more charismatic than <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait a minute. What? You
4: want you want Joe Biden to put to put Kamala Harris, Madam Word Salad out there. Make her the face of the regime and and Joe Biden just kind of hang tough. Let's let's see who Charlemagne the God wants to put out there to be the face of the regime. Listen.
3: So
1: I think it's very important, as you have heard from so many incredible leaders, Uh for us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, Uh to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present, (laughs) and to be able to contextualize it, Uh to understand where we exist in the history and in the moment as it relates not only to the past, but the future. What?
4: Charlemagne the God says that's good stuff. You know what? That's that's so much bullshit. And you know what? Democrat voters are all into bullshit. So you just get somebody out there that can spew bullshit, and they'll go, "Yay! Oh, yay! Kamala Harris." But Joe Biden just inspires nobody.
5: Man, he should be leaning on you know other surrogates like you know Gavin Newsom or you know shapiro and in, in, in Pennsylvania, like he should be leaning on people who have are more inspiring than him who are more charismatic than him and he should just be i guess if you want to call it the, the brains of the operation behind the scenes like that sounds crazy that we're saying that about a president of the united states of america but he.
4: you know it sounds crazy that you're saying charlemagne the god that joe biden ought to be the brains behind any operation it's this is a man who even when he had all of his mental faculties was dumber than a sack of rocks, who was a known plagiarist. Now, now you are saying, oh yeah, now that he's lost a few steps, so he needs to be the brains behind the operation.
5: He has no main character energy at all,
4: none. And what is that? Is that age? Is it the way he is? I mean, why, why do you, what, what's the problem? I don't think
5: it has anything to do with, 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 with age, you know? I think it has just everything to do with, with him. Like Donald Trump is what, four years, three years younger? than president biden but he just comes off a lot more youthful he comes off you know like he has a lot more energy and i always say this about them donald trump seems more sincere about his lies than joe biden does about his truth
4: okay whatever whatever yeah so here's charlemagne the god recommending the democrats put a better bs artist out there uh, <laughs> okay good on you man good on you thanks thanks for that now, speaking of BS, Rashida M.F. Talib, you guys know her. She's one of the squad members, one of the big Jew haters up there in the Democrat Party. And here is Rashida M.F. Talib. She is at a polling place. And wait till you hear what Rashida is recommending that people do. Alright, listen to this. Every single life killed in Gaza. I want you to think of Al-Shama, I want you to think of
2: Rima, I want you to think of Sidra, I want you to think of all of the amazing young children and the people again lives were lost in Gaza. This is the way you can raise our voices. Don't make us even more invisible. Right now we feel completely neglected neglected and just unseen by our government. If you want us to be louder, then come here and vote uncommitted. <laughs>
4: Don't support Joe Biden. Vote uncommitted because he doesn't hate Jews enough, says Rashida MF Tlaib. Last thing activists up in Chicago who are black, who have been traditional Democrats, they are coming out of the woodwork because courtesy of Joe Biden's massive illegal immigration campaign, the Democrat Party's illegal immigration campaign, and Democrats on the local level saying, hey, you're just going to have to pony up. All you folks in the black community are going to lose your community centers. You're going to have to pay up to house illegal aliens. And you're going to have to make sure that the illegal aliens get $9,000 a month. <laughs> folks in the black community are going, what the hell is this? And, and they are turning on Democrats.
5: Today, these are our children and they would not be targeted while you take and make a better life for a new group that just walked into this country. Yesterday these nine thousand dollars a month for these people. You know how hard it is? Of thousands of fifteen hundred dollars for every child, every illegal immigrant child that goes into public, Chicago public schools. You give them money for uniforms and computers and all these things, yeah. we're not gonna stand down and we ask that the Republican Party come and sit down and have a meet with us. Yeah, yeah. come yeah. have a meet with us. Absolutely. We all are against mass immigration. Let's have a meet.
6: Yeah.
5: Let's have a meet with the Republican Party. Yeah. <laughs> if Trump wanna come to town, come and meet with us. Trump right. 2024.
2: Yeah. let have a meet with us, Trump. Trump 2024.
4: Trump 2024 says black activists in Chicago. Now, look, uh, to you black activists, uh, don't go to the Republican Party. Uh, Spoiler alert, there's a significant chunk of the Republican Party that is colluding with Democrats to import all these illegal aliens into the United States and to exploit you and to harm you and to harm the United States. Now, Trump, on the other hand, he's not in the... He's not in the business of negotiating when it comes to codifying illegal immigration. Republicans are, but Trump is not. Folks, so where am I going with all this? You all know that Democrats suck. And boy, because of Democrats, our lives are suckier because of this. There is an effort out there by several folks not only to push back on Democrats, but also to push back on the aforementioned Republicans who want to cave to those Democrats. You're going to hear three interviews from people who are doing that business coming up on the Salcedo Storm podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. I'm sure you've seen all these Obamacare commercials. If they were accurate, everybody would be happy and your wallet wouldn't be dragged over the coals. In the real world, it appears. Those ads are just as much BS as Obamacare is. What if you're under 65 and need quality, affordable health coverage? American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays at the doctor and no deductible on all outpatient services, including surgeries. You pick your doctors and hospitals. There are private plans, enroll anytime, and they are 30 to 60 percent less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you.
1: every weekday afternoon on Newsmax.
4: Have you been growing frustrated that all your favorite stuff's getting canceled out there by the woke crowd? When Fox News, in deference to leftists, got rid of Tucker Carlson. Didn't you say to yourself, nobody asked me? Folks, you have power to stop that. Stop funding woke companies. Support those who stand for America, your rights and your values. Go with Patriot Mobile. I know what you're saying. How is Patriot Mobile gonna help me fight back? Well, not only do they have an industry-leading coverage guarantee, Guarantee. They're also America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. And then there's this: when you make the switch to Patriot Mobile by going to patriotmobile.com/storm, patriotmobile.com/storm, you support me. You keep my voice independent, making sure the woke crowd can't touch me. So if you prize your values, if you like good value, and you want to keep your liberty-loving Latino conservative strong and unafraid, go to patriotmobile.com/storm. Use my promo code STORM. Get free activation. Or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Take a stand against the woke at patriotmobile.com slash storm.
1: Tired of cable news lying to you? It's time the establishment media went the way of the dinosaurs and for free digital journalism to rise. At Texas Scorecard, we bring you real news for real Texan with no paywalls ever. Go to texasscorecard.com today.
4: This is the problem for conservatives in this election cycle. The conservative out there has to fight not only the leftists, not only Democrats, not only the socialists and the Marxists, but we've got to fight the Republican Party as well. The Republican Party, represented by Mitch McConnell, John Cornyn, that Republican Party, Dade Phelan, says, we don't want conservatives getting in the way of us delivering for Democrats. Stop getting in our way. Our job is to deliver for Democrats. What they want, we give them. And they make sure they never come after us the way they went after Trump. All you conservative troublemakers, when are you going to get it through your head that just surrender? Do what the Republican Party under Mitch McConnell's leadership and Paul Ryan's leadership is doing. Surrender. Say, yeah, let's just, just do it the socialist way. Do what the Republicans are doing in the, in the House of Representatives right now on the federal level. Republicans defeating their own to whittle down their majority, basically getting ready to hand over the House to the Democrats in preparation for potential new Trump administration. That's what the Republican Party stands for today, letting it doing it the Democrats way and conservatives go, really, really? Not all of us are on board with this agenda. A guy by the name of Brandon Burden is a pastor and a conservative activist leading a grassroots movement in Texas for political and spiritual reformation. His recent book, Daniel Nation, When Christians Take a Stand in Civil Government, tells the powerful story of how Christians gathered at the Texas state capitol for the 2023 legislative session to overturn a rather evil agenda and in some measure won. Brandon, welcome to the Salcedo Show.
3: Chris, thank you, sir. Tell
4: the folks about what you did.
3: Yeah, I mean, basically, uh, we rallied the grassroots movement of Texas last year and organized them in a methodical way to go down to the Texas State Capitol during the 88th session to champion conservative legislation and uh, to get involved with the uh, RPT agenda that was passed the state convention and the ten priorities that they wanted passed. And what we saw is that we go to convention every other year and we pass this great agenda, but then none of the Republican lawmakers who campaign that they're going to you know support our planks and platform, they don't ever pass any of the legislation that they say they're going to pass. And so we basically said, hey, guys, look, you know the grassroots lobbyists, we're the largest lobby in Texas. We're just not paid for it. We have to pay our own way. If we don't go down there every week and let them know that we're watching their votes and making our voices heard, we're not going to get any of our RPT priorities passed. And so that's what we did. We decided, we committed that we're going to go down every single week. We chartered buses. We got people on the buses. We were faithful to go every Tuesday, sometimes on Thursday. And we were in their face every single week making our voices heard. And that's why we got 17 conservative bills
4: passed. Well... Look, the, the the reason they don't like us on the Republican side, the Dade Phelan's of the world, the Charlie Garen's of the world, the Joe Strauss's of the world, is that we do show up and we highlight how these people are uh, giving away our rights, our liberties, our prosperity to Democrats in, in an effort to placate Democrats. Now, you you say you got 17 bills and I want to go through these. Uh, and there are probably classes of bills, if we can just narrow it down. I don't want to go through all 17. But let give me an example of some of the some of the victories you were able to achieve.
3: Well, I think the most important of the 17 were the seven bills for protecting Texas kids from sexualization. I mean, one was SB 14, the Child Gender Mod Bill by Dr. Tom Oliverson. Uh, that bill was our biggest bill that we fought for during the session. That was the one where the transurrectionists shut the Capitol down on May the second. We had to, we were there that day. We had mm. to evacuate the Capitol by DPS because they decided to uh, stage a riot, a pre-planned riot oh, but that's in the okay. House chambers.
4: That's okay. That's okay <laughs> because you know left wingers can do an insurrection and they call it a protest, right? And, and they can beat people up and they call it a protest. They can set things on fire and they call it a mostly peaceful demonstration.
3: But uh, (laughs) Well, well, it wasn't peaceful as we walked through two lines of protesters outside the gallery doors saying, you hate me, you hate me, and screaming and shouting in our faces and shutting the whole Capitol down. I don't really call that
4: peaceful. Mm. Well, and you guys did make some, some headway, as you rightly point out. Let me just ask you about your fear, because you know a lot of people on the Republican side do this. They write into bills something called a poison pill that they know will not survive judicial muster. They, they put it in there to say, hey, look, we passed it. And then a court comes along and says, well, wait a minute, you can't do that. That's unconstitutional. And they stuck it in there just to wipe out the entire bill. How concerned are you that some air quotes Republicans did that to some of these some of these bills? Well,
3: I think they tried to do it with SB 14. I mean, they tried to amend the bill 19 times from the House 4. They tried to point of order it to death, sending it back to committee. They were not going to let that bill pass intact. The other one was HB 900, the Reader Act, taking the dirty books out of Texas public schools in all 254 of our counties. They tried to water that one down as well. But the reason why they were not able to do that was because this time the grassroots were there in force, in a concentrated mass, and and we were paying attention and making all of their votes public to the voters back in their district. And one thing we've learned about politicians is that they want to get reelected. See, the problem has been we have not been going down in mass as the grassroots to hold them accountable. We go down one time, we glad him, we said, hey, glad you got elected. We never go back. This is the first time in Texas legislature history, at least in my involvement, that we have gone down in a concentrated way that has held their feet to the fire every day of the session.
4: Brandon Burden is our guest right now, folks. He's a pastor and a conservative activist leading the grassroots movement in Texas for political and spiritual reformation. And, you know, I I think of John Cornyn. John Cornyn just pulled an all nighter with his fellow Democrats and his fellow Republicans to impose a ninety five billion dollar expenditure on our great grandchildren to send those billions of dollars overseas to foreign wars while our border remains wide open. And he didn't he didn't care so much about that because he pulled an all nighter on a weekend. He was hoping it would go by unnoticed. But when you, you really got his ire up is when the attorney general Ken Paxton tweeted on his massive Twitter account what the senator had done to us. And then that's that's when the senator showed some fire and and lashed out at Ken Paxton. They really don't like us know knowing what they're up to, do they?
3: No, they, they don't want us down there. Let me tell you something. I was more appalled by what I encountered with Republican lawmakers than Democrat lawmakers. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had Democrat lawmakers who, like Sean Thierry in Houston, who switched over from the aisle and voted in favor of SB 14, drawing the ire of her own party. We have Republicans down there who we think are a part of our party doing the right thing, and they're upset that the Republican grassroots are there checking
4: up on their work now there's a problem with that chris no they hate us that they you know what matt rinaldi has come on the, the the conservative republican chairman of the party of texas he uh he comes on often and says you know these people who are in the leadership of the texas state house they literally hate their voter base uh which is why they had undertaken this this gang of 11 coup so many years ago to allow the, the Democrats to choose the Texas speaker, even though the Republicans have the majority. So let me ask you, speaking of a speaker, what do you think of Dade Phelan, and what efforts are you undertaking to make sure he doesn't return as speaker?
3: Well, when we were in the legislature last year, we saw that Dave Phelan is the number one quintessential problem in the Texas legislature. That's the guy that's killing the bills. That's the guy that's leading the coup against the Republican platform. And you know, I hate to use the word the head of the snake, but he's the head of the snake. And so we went down to actually Port Arthur, Beaumont, Jefferson County this weekend on Friday and Saturday, and we took a bus load down there and we block walked in District 21, basically for a man by the name of David Covey, who's the Front runner in that race to oppose Dave feeling. And let me tell you what the voters are saying down in Jefferson County, which is Dave's backyard. They're not voting for Dave. They have no confidence in Dave. They're worried about the open border situation. Dave Phelan did nothing to secure the border. There's that border invasion that people are concerned about. He did nothing to protect that. He, that school choice, he killed that. People want school choice down in District 21. He did nothing. He fought school choice tooth and nail against Governor Abbott. So his, his constituents that had voted for him the last two cycles, they're telling us down there, we're not voting for Dave
4: this time. Yeah, Dave Phelan also fought to make sure that communist China could continue to buy land in Texas, that the People's Republic of Iran could continue to buy land in Texas, that Mother Russia could continue to buy land in the state of Texas. He fought very hard for America's enemies, as did the Democrat Party. You know, I'm interested to see what Democrats think of Dade Phelan in his district. I bet you he's widely supported by the Democrats there in that district
3: well you know you would think that but chris um democrats are also concerned about inflation and rising property taxes which are (laughs) huge in texas and we talked to some democrats down in district 21 that are also not supporting dave feelings and supported dave feeling in the last race they're not going to vote for him this time wow when you
4: when when you're a when you're a pro-democrat republican and you can't even bring democrats along you must really be uh, screwing the pooch brandon if folks want to help you achieve your mission to hold their feet to the fire, which I think is an admirable uh, mission. What can they do? Where can they go?
3: Yeah, I mean, right now, just uh, go up to my social media handles, which is Daniel Nation PBC, which stands for Public Benefit Corp. PBC. Follow me on social media. Um, also, just go buy my book on Amazon.com. It really shows you how we got grassroots involved in the conflict. Uh, we need grassroots on the front line. You know, right now, the best thing that grassroots can do is to support the opponents to the rhino incumbents. And here's the great thing about what happened in the legislature. All the rhinos drew up two challengers. They all have great opponents in the state of Texas running against them. Go to the polls this week and poll greet for those opponents in the race. Let's get these rhinos out of the house and get a new speaker.
4: Well, uh, the, the polling indicates that a lot of these, as you would say, rhinos, I call them pro-Democrat Republicans, phonies, fakes, non-conservatives, whatever you want to call them, that the polls show that the people have awakened to their inaction and their focus on delivering for Democrats and betrayal of their own voters. So it, it we may have a chance to transform Texas back to where it's supposed to be. Brandon Burden, thank you very much. Appreciate the visit. Thank you, Chris. After what is considered the most left-wing legislative session that we have endured in the modern era, there are a lot of folks crying for change after the Impeachment of Ken Paxton. A lot of people are crying for change as we are sick and tired of Republicans, people who call themselves Republicans, putting as their number one agenda item thwarting conservatives and delivering for Democrats. To that end, we have a lot of primaries going on where your vote's going to matter. Early voting is already underway, and let me bring in one of the candidates Matt Morgan. He's running to replace uh, a current serving Republican in the Texas State House in District 26. He's a native Texan and an award-winning small business owner. Mr. Morgan, welcome.
1: Howdy, thanks for having me on your show, sir.
4: Pleasure is all mine. So the two biggest issues facing Texas, in your view, are what?
1: The border. We have to secure the border. We spend billions of dollars every year, seven billion educating illegal immigrants. We spend over two billion prosecuting them for crimes, let alone the hospital bills that you know you and I pay and in higher insurance rates. Uh, because of that. Um, So the border is number one. I have a plan to actually build the entire border wall um, and not just, you know, add another 20 miles, which is what they did this last legislative session. Most Texans don't know. We only have 150 miles of barrier between us and Mexico out of the 1,200 miles that we have
2: between us and Mexico. What's number two? even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Revoid. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um,
1: Number two is, you know, we need more property tax reform and we need to, you know, reduce government. Government is way too big. We have too many agencies that have proprietary software and everything else, and they don't talk to each other, communicate, and You know, so we need to reduce government waste, abuse and spending.
4: There were some issues that came up in the last legislative session that the pro-Democrat Republicans worked to defeat. One of the big ones for me was allowing foreign nations, foreign enemy nations to buy land in the state of Texas. Where do you stand on the lowest co bill, which was common sense, but was defeated by pro-Democrat Republicans in the House?
1: Yeah, so I, I don't think we should allow any foreign government entity um, that, you know, either Texas or the U.S. has, um, you know, ranked as terrorists against us or, you know, hostile towards us to buy property in the state of Texas, period, end of report. We need to get done what Arkansas got done.
4: All right. And so, by the way, folks, we're talking to Matt Morgan. He's running uh, in House District 26 here in the great state of Texas, to replace a currently serving Republican. Uh, you're, and I'm going to get to the, the Republican, your uh, air quotes, Republican you're trying to replace, but this is where you and he may, and I want to stress may be aligned, uh, parental school choice and education freedom. Where are you on it?
1: Well, you know, of course we need that. I mean, look around. Our society has um, lost its morals. If we allow children to go to, um, you know, moral-based schools. You know, uh, I think we will help encourage them to, you know, increase those morals. So I think it's it's a win-win across the board. Um, and look, the re- there's reasons it didn't pass the rhinos we talked about, and uh, you know, others. But you know, the bills weren't written and structured in such a way that would allow some of those others that was hard to swallow for them to get to get it done. But look. All education in Texas needs to be improved. I come from a long line of educators. My great-grandparents um, were educators here in Fort Bend County. My mom's a retired school teacher from out here in Fort Bend County, and my sister is a current school teacher. So all of education needs help, and we need to fix it. But, yes, I am for you know making sure that we have uh, the ability to have faith-based education.
4: Right. If the government is going to confiscate our money, to quote-unquote educate our children, what sense does it make to, for, to have our money follow a, a failed GovEd system? Why not have it follow the child? And, of course, anybody who, who knows anything knows the parents are the most trusted individuals to be able to determine where that child is best educated, correct?
1: Absolutely. And what most people don't even realize is if I live in one school district and I do an out of district transfer to another school district, the money already follows the child, okay? So all we're doing is taking it from these public education entities and allowing it to follow the child to another agent.
4: Right. I That's wish it, I wish it was still public. It's uh, it's government. It's government run education now, but used to be public when it was founded. Folks were having a conversation with Matt Morgan. He is running in House District 26 to be the next representative from that area. Uh, Dave Phelan and the Democrats choosing the Speaker of the House. Uh, wh- where are you on Democrats having a vote and being the deciding factor in who the Republican Speaker is? Uh, so one,
1: I will I will not vote for the you know anyone that the Democrats want to put up as Speaker and whoever promises the most to them to get the most votes. I, I I I am principled and cannot do that. The Democrats here, the the county judge out here in Fort Bend County made a statement um, uh, a while back, and he said, you know, when they did redistricting and really messed up stuff out here for Republicans, he said, when you have the power, you have to use it. And so that's their mentality. And we have not been doing that. We've been cowering down to the Democrats.
4: It's true. It's true. And while we're on that topic, as you know, uh, your opponent supports having Democrat chairs appointed by the so-called Republican speaker with the expressed intent of killing conservative legislation that comes before their committees. So where are you on the Republicans choosing Democrat chairs to run key committees?
1: Can't do it, would never do it, won't vote for anyone that supports that period end of report.
4: Okay, understood. Now, you have been attacked by your opponent as being a a liberal, as being a pro Robert Francis Beta O'Rourke type Republican, because uh, the accusation on the ads that are running are that you are that you are taking the the organizational uh, makeup of your campaign from the the Robert Francis Beta O'Rourke uh, sourcing. Do you want to respond to any of those attacks?
1: Yes. So one, they are completely false. There's no tie between me and Beto O'Rourke. I have worked against him every time he is run uh, at a state level or higher where I could affect both. So uh, I will do anything to stand against that man. I don't ever want him to hold office in the state of Texas, period, end of report. And so that's just complete and utter fabrication by my opponent to sling mud to see what sticks. And, you know, he's, he's doing a good job of slinging a lot of mud and telling a lot of lies, and unfortunately – In politics, he can tell lies, and that's what he's doing. We always source any information that we use and do. And, you know, he's mad at me for, you know, calling out his liberal voting record and that he's actually listed as a liberal. But look, folks, Congressman Troy Nelson, who used to be sheriff out here in Fort Bend County, would not have endorsed me in this race if I was some sort of Beto supporter or funded by Beto or anything like that. That's just complete fabrication.
4: J.C. Jaton is who you are, uh, who you're opposing. And uh, as you rightly point out, he fully supports Democrat chairs. He fully supports the Democrats choosing the Republican speaker of the of the House. So uh, what is your message to him as he tries to accuse you of being the liberal in this race?
1: Well, one, it's funny, and I actually have private messages from other people where He's asking Democrats to come vote in our primary and vote for him, telling the Democrats that I'm too far right. So, but he goes on TV and radio to say I'm too far left. He really can't make up his mind as who I am or what I am. Just whoever he's in front of, let me tell this lie to get him to come vote for me and push me into that space. But has you know, ag- my message for him.
4: Yeah, has oh, he agreed? Has he agreed to debate you at all?
1: <laughs> no, I. We have had three forums set up by independent entities, and he chose to not show up for any of those after RSVPing for one of them. Um, I have publicly gone out and requested us to debate after all three had passed, and he did not show up to any of them. And he has um, failed to respond to me in email. I think he took to Twitter yesterday to say, I'm not going to debate you, Matt. Well, so he well, doesn't want to face the music. He doesn't want to face the voters, and he doesn't want to answer for his liberal voting record.
4: Well, Matt Morgan, uh, standing invite if if you can convince J.C. Jaton to come on to the program, and we'll we'll turn over uh, uh, an hour of the show to a, a debate to you guys here on the in the seven o'clock hour. If you guys want to do that, uh, and he, you can get him to come on and defend what he's done to Texas, uh, we'll 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 be more than happy to uh host the both of you matt morgan running to replace uh a republican in the texas State House uh, district 26 he's a native texan an award-winning business owner and mr morgan if folks want to help you out as early voting has started where can they go
1: yeah go to morgan m-o-r-g-a-n for f-o-r texas t-e-x-a-s dot com morgan for texas.com
4: thanks for the visit man appreciate it thank you sir have a good day i can i can imagine how distressed many of you are i can Hell, I'm distressed over over what I'm seeing in America where the left wing is uh, able to bastardize the rule of law in an effort to to shut up any dissent. It reminds me of a uh, of a third world banana republic reminds me of what the Soviet Union must have been like, what communist China is like today. It just scares the hell out of everybody. Of what's going on with Trump, what happened with Stein, what's going on with all this lawfare. So let me bring on our guest, John Devine. He's an associate justice on the Texas Supreme Court. Before that, he was uh, he served as a judge for nearly 28 years in Texas, where he fought and won to have the Ten Commandments present in the courtroom. Mr. Devine, welcome to the Salcedo Storm podcast.
6: Good morning, Chris. Thank you.
4: It's good to have you here, sir. So let me just Let me just go down some of the high-profile cases, which has me, a lot of folks, really disturbed about what the left is doing to weaponize what what you and I would call lawfare, what a lot of people are calling lawfare, to weaponize the law against their political opponents and doing so successfully. Uh, President Trump was awarded by a corrupt judge, or was penalized, I should say, by a corrupt judge, $355 million, and he can't do business in New York for three years, citing a statute where there was no victim, there was no crime, really. What is your take on on this judgment?
6: Well, it's tyranny. Uh, It is outside the rule of law. Uh, You know, America's legal system was always the centerpiece of world justice. I mean, people always imagined that anywhere in the world you would go, the United States would be the place to get justice. Um, these communities, whether it's New York or Georgia, um, have disgraced our legal system. Um, those cases you're talking about aren't over yet. Uh, those are all subject to appeal, uh, where I think um, saner minds will prevail uh, when it reaches the appellate courts. Um, but it, it is an embarrassment. Whether you're talking about Fannie Willis or or the business cases in New York, um, you know.
4: Let me show you the, about that because President Trump has the resources. President Trump has the resources to appeal and appeal and pay, and pay mountains of lawyers. If these leftists target the the rest of us, you know, uh, if, for for opposing them. A lot of people don't have the the wherewithal or the financial resources to go to even make it to an appeal. So this is what we mean by lawfare. It should scare the daylights out of people. And I I know there are a lot of people yelling at the radio, yelling at the TV right now saying, what's our recourse? What do we do?
6: Well, the people elect these people. Okay, the judges, uh, at least in Texas, uh, are elected uh, for definite terms. Uh, New York, they have a different system. Those judges are uh, elected, appointed, there's a, you know, retained. Um, different states have different configurations. Uh, but th- th- the bottom line is you have to fight. Um, you have to be prepared to fight. Um, recently, I've had that experience happen to me uh, where I've had to fight uh, an outrageous lawsuit trying to remove me here in texas from the ballot after i've served for many 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 years on the court um and ultimately got justice Uh, unfortunately it was at great expense Uh, i was fortunate enough to to be able to handle it but um i understand look at the january 6 folks uh, that are being hounded by the fbi and prosecuted in what appears from any measure to be biased courts in D.C. Uh, it it is a tragedy, uh, and it, I, there is a sense of hopelessness around this country that our great justice system is no more.
4: Yeah,
6: uh, and and that that's always the fear in our type of
4: government. We're well, let's let's break down that the Trump case because you've got even Katie Turr over at MSNBS. She's saying, "Well, wait a minute. Never has this statute." And in the, in the 70 years and the 150 cases where this statute has been implemented, where you don't necessarily have to prove there's a victim. But the only time you would level punishment if there was a victim, like she used a, a, uh, an right. example of, say, you're a cosmetics company and your cosmetics causes a skin damage to your people. Uh, the, your customers. So then there's that's that's a, vic, that's a victim of your crime. You didn't dot the I's and cross the T's. Right. Never before well, has has a, a, a sentence come down, $355 million and a prohibition on doing business in New York for three years. That effectively puts Trump out of business in New York. And she observed, or she asked the question, is this fair? And is it? Of course it's not.
6: Uh, and there are higher courts that that can correct that, uh, and that I believe will correct that uh, injustice. This is just pure politics; it's warfare. Uh, I've heard it also termed gangster law, <laughs> uh, and and you know that's occurring here in America. We've got to deal with it. Um, the court, the high court, has to speak out about this. We can't. You know, this is a former president of the United States. He's accused in, some, in many of these cases of exactly what the people charging him have done themselves in their local community, whether it's election fraud. Uh, I mean, we know this. We, we, we have hard evidence uh, for listeners who haven't seen 2,000 Mules. Um, now, that's election fraud. They, they should look at, at that documentary um they've accused trump of of these kinds of things it's silly on its face it's a clown show
4: yeah it is and
6: and i believe the courts in the end will bring justice to it
4: well but uh, we
6: but we're, we're going to go for the ride right now
4: yeah and that and that's what i'm i would like to avoid i th- i think we we should avoid the ride uh, john devine is our guest right now folks associate justice on the texas supreme court before that he served as a judge for nearly 28 years Uh, More famous for trying to preserve and did preserve the Ten Commandments inside of his courtroom. Let's talk about Fannie Willis, who doesn't seem to have those kinds of ethics that would preserve the Ten Commandments. Here's here's a woman who hired her boyfriend at $650,000 a year to prosecute, to go after Trump. And they took the proceeds of that hiring and they proceeded to go on lavish vacations. Together, and the timing of all of this is calling into question, and it's also calling into question leg- the legitimacy of uh, of the case that she has brought against President Trump. What is your view from uh, 5,000 feet up on this?
6: Well, this is a district attorney who ran her election uh, on getting Trump Yep. Uh, before there was even a case filed, before we ever heard of any of this. True. And so what she did is she went out, uh, recognizing her mistake. She hires a special prosecutor, a special prosecutor uh, who they wanted to imply would be independent of Fannie Mills, that he would do a, a, a just investigation, an impartial investigation, and, and go to where the facts lead him. Well, of course, the... Trump organization got wind of this. They filed a motion to recuse or disqualify, and of course now we're digging into a real rat's nest of all sorts of corruption and exchange of money and trips and gifts and <laughs> and immorality, and, <laughs> Which, and of course you know what happened to this mirage of justice, right? Of independence that this fellow was supposed to. Uh, provide for the people you know the courts have to be uh the guardians of justice and they have to the people have to see that justice is done
4: well what about and the democrat mindset mr, mr. Uh, justice uh, we, we justice divine we 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 are being told by democrats hey we don't have to be ethical we don't have to be moral people to pass judgment on on republicans <laughs> What, what about that argument that a lot of them are making?
6: Well, it's unfounded. It's, it, it, that strays away from the original intent of our founders. Um, you know, it gets into all sorts of deeper questions. What, you know, we've lost track of our, our past and, and the I... principles that brought us this far in this country. Uh, and, and, of course, you know, uh, the old saying was, America is great because America is good. When America, America ceases to be good, America will no longer be great. And True. we're, unfortunately, living in those days.
4: Well, let me ask you to evaluate what's going on to poor Mark Stein. Mark Stein is a conservative talk show host. Now, I'm, I'm, I'll am i just give you the particulars. as written down by LifeSite News, and I'm going to ask for your evaluation. There was a dust-up with this guy, a the, the, the guy by the name of Michael Mann, who works at Penn State. He's the the architect of the, the infamous hockey stick model of climate change. And, of course, it's been controversial since he introduced it. And, of course, it's cost uh, uh, people all over the globe billions, billions, trillions of dollars. So let's, let's talk about this particular case because I'm, I'm interested about the legal precedent it sets. So you've got this, this guy by the name of Rand Simberg who said this statement about Michael Mann. Me, "Quote: Man could be said to be the Jerry Sandusky of climate science, except for instead of molesting children, he has molested and tortured data." End quote. Now, for that, Mr. Simberg was found liable for a dollar and then punitive damages of a thousand dollars. Okay, mm-hmm. which some people would say, okay, it, it's and Mr. Mann has said far worse about other people. And, and has gotten off scot-free. But again, some people would say, okay, that's not a, that's not a really excessive fine for, for this exchange. However, when it came to Mark Stein, here's what Mark Stein said. He quoted Simberg, and then he added this commentary on the end. Quote, not sure I'd have extended that metaphor all the way into the locker room showers with quite the zeal Mr. Simberg does. But he has a point. End quote. And for only partially agreeing with Mr. Simberg's statement, Mark Stein was penalized. Yes, the one dollar for for one side of damages, but then a million dollars for punitive damages. i so, Justice Devine, when you hear that, that isn't isn't that emblematic of a weaponized legal system?
6: Well, of course it is, and it's the destruction of free speech, and 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 without free speech, a nation like ours won't survive long. No. And and the courts again are the guardians of these virtues and these principles. Um, I'm not sure who levied that penalty. Was that a, a some sort of trial court? Um, but it, there are well, deals. it was a DC.
4: It was a DC jury. And so yes. basically what this means is these left-wingers are going to find sympathetic jury pools which will hand down outrageous, because they hate conservatives, they don't like that's being right. opposed, hand down these outrageous arguments, or I'd say judgments, I should say, based on no arguments, and and that the message is clear. Don't oppose us. And that's why it's so dangerous, correct?
6: Correct. And the court's... And the system has been weaponized. It's, it's across the country, particularly it seems to be in Democrat strongholds yeah. uh, where they control the agenda.
4: Well, the last question I have for you, Justice Devine, is what do we do? How do we fight back? Uh, the Republican Party is basically useless. They're, they're rolling over, you know, with the John Cornyn mentality, the uh, Mitch McConnell mentality. They're rolling over. So what can we, the people, do to defend ourselves?
6: Well, get involved. Number one, you know, when I go around the state of Texas, and I can only speak in the context of Texas, because each state carries uh, and does its own thing uh, in terms of electing judges and those that rule over us. Um, but in Texas, as I go out and I speak to groups, I ask, I mean, how many here can name uh, two or three Supreme Court justices on the Texas Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And I get a deer-in-the-head head look like from folks. that uh, They have no clue. Um, they don't understand the judicial system. They don't understand how it's broken down in Texas. We have a bifurcated system where one Supreme Court handles criminal cases, another the civil cases. Um, they don't understand the appellate process and how that works. Um, of course, you can get uh, a runaway trial court, some city democrat controlled city uh, who has been elected simply because they're a Democrat or simply elected because of their race um, and and get all sorts of uh, absurd results. I mean the question about fanny willis if if you listen to her testify. Is whether or not she's even qualified to be a lawyer. <laughs> yeah,
4: I know. Let
6: I, alone a, a DA. Let alone uh, someone who is prosecuting the president of the United States.
4: I've seen middle I mean, schoolers with a with a more precise and articulate vocabulary than Fannie Willis. I mean, it is it is it is insane to think that this woman actually has been given the power to hold people's lives in her hands. It is. It is a, a travesty. Look, I want to say thank you to, to Justice John Devine, Associate Justice on the Texas Supreme Court, for the visit, sir. Uh, I appreciate your time, and we'll talk again soon.
6: Great. Thank you, Chris.
4: And that there is going to do it for a very extensive Salcedo Storm podcast. Do me a favor, kids. Visit a couple of websites, texasscorecard.com and chrissalcedo.com. It's all there. Uh, whether you want to keep track of what's going on in Texas, in politics, and in government, and in in news, general news, Go to Texas Scorecard, and if you want to keep up with me, The Chris Salcedo Show and the Salcedo Storm Podcast, go to chrissalcedo.com. Till we visit again, my friends, make sure to remember this. A society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by government. It's measured by how much power is reserved for you and me.
2: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello,
3: saver. Whether you're saving for that trip to the tropics or saving for an emergency, now is the time to take advantage of Wells Fargo's savings options. Wells Fargo offers savings accounts that can help you save towards your goals. So, what are you saving for? Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com slash save to open a savings account today.
2: Wells Fargo Bank, N.A., member FDIC.